Well, I guess we can start, and hopefully Marshall will join us sooner rather than later. Or So, good evening, everybody. Welcome to the August 2019 edition of the Fantasy Book Club, brought to you by Accessible World and yours truly, Julia. Otherwise, sometimes known as the Fearless Leader. Um, hmm. I guess I'll start. <laughs> I don't really have that big a preference. So I did a bunch of book hopping and did not actually finish a book. Because <laughs> wow. I just had a hard time picking something. So I guess I'll go with my top two since the third one is a romance that I don't think anybody other than me likes to read on this list. So let's see. My first one would be The Dreaming Tree by C.J. I don't know how you pronounce that name. Maybe Cherry? Cherry. Yeah, because I know that screen readers butcher everything they can get away with, so it's probably not Cherry. And it Or Cherry. Yeah, something like that. Let's see. It's basically a book that I think a lot of people maybe listening and on this list can relate to. It's pretty cool. It's about well, the part that I've read anyway, it starts out with this one kind of legendary hero and it tells his life story fairly briefly and then it goes into the second generation of people and that's when it starts to get interesting because we find out that one of the people is descended from elves on his father's side and he has a, he's gifted a stone by the last living elf in Eldwood, I believe it's called. It's a little tiny part that hasn't been completely destroyed by man. All the other elves have gone away. She's the only one left. And Lord Death tries to take his soul, and that's how he gets gifted the stone to stay alive. And it's about as far as I've gotten, but I, I think that's a two, it's a, what do they call that? A duology, I think. Mm -hmm. And it's on Bard, so. Okay, cool. And then the other one is... The Dragon's Path. Now this I got from a website that is probably worth checking out called thebestfantasybooks.com. And I think I looked up best epic fantasy and apparently the list is from 2015. So a later list would be nice, but mm -hmm. they had a few series on there that I had not read. And this one was from the series called The Dagger and the Coin by Daniel Abraham. Right. Have you read that series? I think I started reading The Dragon's Path once, but I lost interest at some point. Okay. But I don't really remember anything about it. Okay, yeah. I like the character development. Um, it's probably more for people who are into character development than me, because I stopped reading as well, because <laughs> apparently nothing happens really until book three, and I'm not even done with book one. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably why you stopped reading it, but I would still recommend it for character development people. Um, let's see, it's about the character I like the best. Oh my gosh, I can never remember these fantasy names, which yeah, rather a problem, but she's the female character and she is the ward of the bank because her parents died in a plague. And then the other character is a soldier, a legendary soldier. Yeah, there seems to be a bit of a theme going here, isn't there? <laughs> 
<laughs> Too many legendary soldiers in fantasy books. Yeah. Um, who's kind of kind of done with that, but he still needs to keep a company. Oh man, it's been too long since I read that book. <laughs> I think I better just quit while I'm ahead because now I can't remember the details. So, but and then the third character is a player and his company because the fighter, oh Marcus, that's his name. Never mind, that's not even a fantasy name. Oh come on. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um. The third, the fighter person, yeah, his his men get, I think, conscripted, so he has to find new men, and he's taking a shipment. Um, and so he ends up hiring these players because he can't find anyone else, and they just have to act like they're the guards without actually doing any fighting. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, yeah, and then, of course, the bank person meets up with them because she has a bunch of stuff that's hidden underneath the stuff they're supposed to be shipping and yeah that's all I can remember I mean it's more complicated than that but that's like the cliff notes of what I read well shoot Marshall has not materialized well I guess I should go then yeah (laughs) (laughs) well this month I read um, well, I guess pretty much the entire Elderling series by Robin Hobb, except for the uh, first one, which is Assassin's Apprentice, which I read several years. Oh my gosh, those are I started those books are yeah. What your thing said really, like times ten? <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, they're really long and slow. Really good though. <laughs> Yeah, they're good. Um, I think, well, I'll say, I mean, there's like four different trilogies and one um, quartet in like the overall like world. And I really only, um, I didn't really care for uh, the, the books that didn't follow uh, it's um just I don't know like I guess he's he was my favorite um character in the series and I just didn't really much care for anyone else (laughs) (laughs) and um I don't know like yeah it's kind of hard to talk about the whole series I know because they're so long (laughs) yeah but um, I guess I'll just say that, uh, I mean, a while ago, I was listening to, like, a podcast about, you know, writing. And um, one of the things they said is, like, an easy shortcut to make readers like a character is to do horrible things to that character. And I have to say that Robin Hobb definitely does that because... Um, I think in the first couple of books, I didn't like any of the characters, really. But then, like, bad stuff kept happening to Fitz, even though, like, a lot of it was kind of just consequences of his 
own bad decisions, but I really came to root for him um, as the books continued. So, I don't know. Um, yeah, there, I think, uh, yeah, Robin Hobb does a great job of creating characters that maybe I don't really like as, you know, I don't like the characters as people, um, but then I still care about what happens to them. I thought that was pretty cool. Oh, yeah, that's interesting, because, I mean, I've only read up to book two, but wow, I don't know why I didn't. No, you know what? I think I got all almost all the way to book three, and then I had to, like, read another book for Fantasy Club, and I never got that. Oh, for the first page, it was just addicting. I yeah. loved all the characters and, like, the fascinating juxtaposition between the two, gosh, I guess you could say, like, sets of powers, if you will. Oh, yeah. That fits, you know. Yeah. Give it away for someone who hasn't read it, but. I think, I mean, it was, it's kind of annoying to me that Fitz never came to, like, accept both of those parts of himself even like when he got older he was still ashamed to like be able to you know yeah yeah oh yeah that is i would have thought he would have gotten over that by like book four but whatever (laughs) that's a pretty big flaw considering there's what three Three trilogies or four yeah. with him in it? Yeah. Yeah, there's yeah, nine books about him. It's like, yeah, that was fine when you were like twenty, but <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, I mean, I guess he was raised, you know, being right. taught that that was shameful and I guess maybe you just don't get over that, you know, if you've heard something your entire life. Right. Yeah. And if there's no one to contradict that opinion. I mean, well, he does meet people, like, you know, as the books continue, he does meet people who um, have that same kind of magic and can manage it, you know, very well and do useful things with it. And, you know, but he's still, he doesn't want to kind of explore that part of himself, so... Oh, that's lame. (laughs) Okay, definitely lame. Because I was looking forward to him getting over that and what he could do with it and stuff, so. Yeah. Lame, lame. Well, shoot. Don't know where Marshall went, but. Hmm. Do you want to stick around? I think he forgot. He's usually here by now. Right. Well, it's only 8.11, so. (laughs) I think this is the shortest fantasy thing we've ever had. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I guess we could give him another five minutes. Might as well. Oh, my gosh. Can't believe it's (laughs) (laughs) 6.11.
let's see if I can remember. Oh, and I can't remember enough of my notes and my fancy novel to be useful. But the other one's more of a paranormal one, but uh, identical twins, and they have different psychic abilities and stuff. <laughs> but who knows if I'll ever publish something? I'll probably self-publish at some point, just for the heck of it. I don't exactly think Harper Collins is going to be knocking down my door. <laughs> I mean, I did read some other books that I could talk about, I guess. Um, oh, sure. Yeah. I mean, I read, um, I read a couple of the, uh, I forgot what they're called. Oh, they're part of the, Forgotten Realms books, which is like they take place in um, the Forgotten Realms, which is a D&D &D world, and they use, you know, like the races and stuff from D&D. Um, &D. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, and so I guess the main character of that series is just Jordan, and he is like he's a dark elf and um the books talk about how like yeah there are you know several little i think they're trilogies or quartets i don't know okay anyway a bunch of little mini series cool follow him and um like the first one talks about how he was raised in this city of, with other, like, all these other dark elves, but, I mean, he had, um, he seemed to be the only one with a conscience, and, like, oh. they were, like, dark elves are really, like, evil and cruel, and, you know, they, you know, like, they're just, like, all about, um, selfishness and you know if something doesn't benefit yourself then you shouldn't do it um oh. yeah just it talks about how he um you know all the stuff he he goes through to decide to um leave his home and go live try to live on the surface and um oh yeah. so yeah, they all live, uh, the Dark Elves live, you know, very far underground, um, because, of course, you know, they're evil, so, <laughs> well, people live underground, apparently. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that was one of the things that bugged me, that, like, okay, these elves live underground, and they have dark skin, and so, therefore, they are evil. Yeah, it's just so ridiculous. exception. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, yeah, then, you know, just goes up, and, you know, he lives, he tries to live on the surface, but, of course, everyone is prejudiced against him because they know he's a dark elf, and all dark elves are evil. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, and... 
And and um, it talks about like you know how he gradually assembles like a group of friends and all the amazing stuff they all do together, and there are a bunch of like a bunch of fights. Like ugh. it was like maybe like every thirty minutes there would be another sword fight, and that really got <laughs> on my nerves. After a while, I ended up like fast forwarding through those. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh, yeah, you think it could be a bit more plot and a bit less action. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so, I mean, assuming I skip the sword fights, do you, would you recommend it, or is it too stereotypical to really recommend? Um, I mean, I guess... They're fun little, you know, fluff books. Right. <laughs> I wouldn't recommend reading, you know, a bunch of them in a row for sure. Right. They're all very kind of similar and predictable, but I mean, maybe as like a filler between longer books, they might be good. Yeah. Okay. So they're like the fantasy books you go to when you can't find anything better to read. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just like I one of my time travel romances. <laughs> um, what was I? Oh yeah, I was going to I haven't read these books myself, but my friend recommended them. I guess they're called Fairyland and they're by Catherine M. Valente. Oh, I've read those. Oh, okay. Are they good? I I like the first one a lot and Mm, the rest of them are okay, but not as I didn't like them as much as the first one. Oh, okay. But I mean, I think you could probably read the first one just as a standalone if you wanted, just to see what it was like. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Okay. Cool. I didn't. Man, I did not like the last Shannon Messenger book that much. I mean, it was okay, but it was way too long in the hospital. And then, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I totally wanted her to get together with Keith because... Right. Like, Fitz, really? Right. Doesn't have any personality. How did you miss that one? <laughs> <laughs> I totally agree. Yeah, but anyway. And it's weird because all the other characters are so really well-developed, and I don't know how she just completely spaced on Fitz. It's just kind of bizarre. Yeah. It's like he's this perfect cardboard cutout who walks around preening all day. <laughs> <laughs> Not quite that bad, but almost. And keeps an empath. What's not to like about an empath? I know. I like feelings keeps. before you do. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I guess it's bye-bye, Marshall. He's clearly not going to show up. He wouldn't be 20 minutes late. Probably fell asleep again. <laughs> oh well. Well, I guess 
I don't really have any more books to talk about. You said you could talk about other ones, but are you out of books? Um, yeah, I can't really remember much <laughs> else that I read recently. Yeah, that's the problem when you read so many books. You have to go back and look them up. Yeah. Remember what on earth you read. Okay, well, good night, everybody, or good evening, whatever time zone you reside in. And I hope somebody enjoys this. This. Hmm. Okay, apparently I'm not going to finish that sentence. <laughs> I guess we could say podcast. <laughs>